Welcome to the Striking Oil Podcast, giving you Edmonton Oilers analysis and opinions from a fan-turned-journalist. I'm your host, Caleb Kearney. I'm an Edmontonian born and mostly raised right here in Alberta. By day, I am a carpenter. By night, I am the site editor of the Edmonton Oilers team site at the Hockey News website. Today is very exciting. The preseason is officially over. I am recording this on Friday night, post a 3-1 Edmonton Oilers win over the Seattle Kraken. Now, we can finally see the Oilers start playing some games for points. The next game the Oilers play will be their season opener in Vancouver against the Canucks on Wednesday, October 11th. Very exciting. There's going to be a lot of movement over the next couple days as people get sent down. Jay Woodcroft in his presser tonight said that either tonight or first thing in the morning, they would announce people going down to Bakersfield. So keep on the lookout for that. Although by the time you see or hear this, it will have already happened. So don't even worry about it. Let's just get to the topics on the agenda for today's show. I'm going to be focusing on defense and goaltending in this episode. Who is going to be the starting goalie for the 2023-24 season? Why are the Oilers' defense going to surprise everyone this year? And the last topic I will discuss is Evan Bouchard versus Eric Carlson. Is he the next Eric Carlson? Is he just some guy getting lucky and anybody could get a ton of points playing with McDavid? If I got a nickel, for every time I've heard somebody say that about somebody playing with McDavid, uh, I'd have a lot of nickels, okay? But that's beside the point. The first topic for discussion is the Oilers starting goaltender for the 2023-24 season. In my personal opinion, I don't understand how it could be anyone other than Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell has gone above and beyond in the preseason. He was excellent in the playoffs last year. Whenever he came in relief, he was great. In the preseason, he was 3-0. and He made 101 saves on 104 shots which is a 971 save percentage. He only allowed one goal per game. I'd say the Oilers can win with that kind of goaltending, don't you? Even though I am recording this almost at 11.30 at night, I'm drinking some coffee, but it's not just any coffee. It's decaf because caffeine messes with me. Mostly, it either helps me hyper-focus or I just mellow right out. I can take a nap 
after having a cup of coffee under the right circumstances, there's a certain point where it just doesn't do anything for me. So why not experiment with decaf? So if anybody has any recommendations for excellent decaf coffee, I am all ears. DM me, figure out my email, send me an email. Actually, don't figure out my email, please. Just DM me on Twitter. Okay, my DMs are open. Send me your decaf coffee recommendations. Or just comment in the YouTube video below what uh, decaf coffee I should check out. This is Kicking Horse. I'm a fan of Kicking Horse. I like strong coffee. I like strong tasting coffee. So this is what I got. I'll take another sip before I keep going. Now, Stuart Skinner is obviously the other contender for starter for the season. Now, last year, he had a couple interesting statistics that I just want to point out. And these statistics are save percentage for a game based on how many days rest the goaltender has had. Okay? So, the first stat is Skinner had a 946 save percentage on games where he had four plus days rest. And that was nine games total. This is just regular season. This isn't playoffs, just regular season. He played nine games on four day, four plus days of rest and had a 946 save percentage. That's kind of bonkers. That is a ridiculously good save percentage. But you would think, okay, most goalies, they get that much rest. Okay, sure. They can play fantastic. Now, he also had a pretty good save percentage on two days rest. In 14 games where he had two days rest, he had a 913 save percentage. Okay, nothing to scoff at. That's quite excellent. I will take that any and every day of the week to the bank, deposit it. It's golden. It's fantastic. Now, obviously, Jack Campbell had an absolutely atrocious season, okay? And now, I didn't copy down the stats that he had for this past year, but I looked at his two full seasons in Toronto, okay? And also some interesting statistics, and I'll kind of wrap it all together after. So Jack Campbell, in 2021-22, had a 9.27 save percentage in games where he had one day of rest. And he had 16 games where he had one day of rest. That is an excellent save percentage. And now, on four-plus days of rest which is 11 games, hit an 896 save percentage. Which is like the complete opposite, okay? In 2021 and 2020 season, he had a 918 save percentage on one day of rest, which was seven of the 22 games that he played. Now, 
what does all of that mean for the Oilers goaltending situation this year? I think that actually that the ideal setup would be Jack Campbell as your starter. You play him 40 to 50 games and Skinner as your relief, as your backup. Okay. Relief. Like this is pitching in baseball or something. If Campbell can just be consistent on one day's rest, why not just play him? Just play him. And especially if Skinner can replicate the save percentage on four plus days rest. Why not? So that's, that's an interesting thing that I think could really add a different dynamic to this season. Um, as long as Campbell can be consistent, which I think he can. And it sounds like just from the videos that I'm seeing at practices and stuff, it seems like he's just a lot more loose and he's just playing. He's not getting into his head. He's just playing, which for athletes is key. You want to just play and not be thinking constantly about what you're trying to do. And that's why practices are so important is because they build those habits so that you don't have to think about them. Take another quick coffee sip. Okay. The next topic. I personally believe the Oilers will give up less goals this year. Why? A few reasons. And this is where I hone in on the defense for this episode. The first thing is they're trying a new neutral zone system. Okay. They're trying a 1-1-3, which in essence is designed to push the opposition to the outside one way or the other and have that slow down the speed of attack from the opposing players. That should greatly help defending against the rush because if it's executed correctly, there should be less rushes to defend. And the Oilers don't have the best rush defenders. They don't. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. I've had some weird throat stuff going on today, so just bear with me. The decaf coffee seems to be helping, so thank you, Kicking Horse. So the system should help. It should help the Oilers, right? If they can just slow down the defending... I know there's a lot of people who don't like Darnell Nurse, who are fans of the Oilers. They say he's overpaid. They say he 
plays like a starfish on the ice, all this kind of stuff, which honestly, I think all that stuff is just garbage. It's just trash. And if, but I think there is something there that we can extrapolate and apply in a more constructive way. So if you're saying that he's playing like a starfish all the time, maybe what's happening is there's a lot of rushes against, and the only way that he can get to the puck in certain situations is if he just bombs out and just tries to dive and get the puck. If there's less rushes, he doesn't have to do that as much. So this system should help everybody, but it's a team thing. Everybody on the team needs to be in sync and working towards that common goal. Part of that is going to be the new pairings that we see this year, which I personally am excited about. If everything sort of goes as we've kind of seen uh, through training camp and through just what we saw at the captain skates, we should see Nurse with Boosh, Ekholm with Broberg, and Kulak with CC. That's a fantastic top six, personally. And I really like that top six, actually. Kulak and CC as a third pairing is awesome. I think, I think, and that's a third pairing that can give you 19 minutes. No problem. 19 minutes is a little less than what CC's used to. And it's kind of on the high side of what Kulak's used to. So they might be more of like an 18 to 19 minute sort of pairing. Broberg with Ekholm. That's fantastic. You get the young Broberg learning from Ekholm. You can't go wrong with that. And Bouchard and Nurse, they've played together before. Bouchard has grown a lot. He's got more pep in his step, more confidence. It's going to be a dynamite pairing. Okay. Now, the big question for the defense right now is who's going to take the seventh D spot in this configuration. And right now it's between Vincent D'Arnais and Ben Gleason. And I suspect this is just a feeling that I have. Okay. I have what my heart says and what my head says. My heart says it should be Ben Gleason because of how he's performed. He's, he's a good passer. He's more in the mold of the kind of like modern defenseman, if you will. Just makes simple passes, skates well, plays defense. Doesn't necessarily try to run guys over like a steamroller. He's got some grit and sandpaper to his game, as we kind of saw in, in the game tonight. However, my head tells me 
that because the Oilers already have four left-handed D, they'll probably keep Darnay over Gleason. Simply for that reason. Simply to have another right-handed defender. Gleason's a lefty. And they already have Nurse, Kulak, Ekholm, Broberg. You throw in Gleason, and now that's five left-handed D out of seven. Which just doesn't seem like the right numbers to have. So for that reason, and that reason alone, I think that's that's what's going to happen. Now, for me, <clears throat> pardon me, for me, the most important pairing on this Oilers blue line is the Ekholm-Broberg pairing. The Oilers want Broberg to develop into a top four defender. Pairing him with Matthias Ekholm is the best way to make that happen at this point in time. Broberg has played a lot of five-on-five minutes and penalty kill minutes in the preseason. I also I suspect that he'll see more of that in the regular season. And let's all just take a deep breath and remember he's only played 69 NHL games. And let's, you know, for the love of everything that is holy, let us not hang him out to dry when he inevitably makes a mistake in the first 10 games of the season. Let's have a little bit of grace for this 22-year-old kid who's trying to make a name for himself, and let's just let the kid play. He needs to play through those mistakes, learn to bounce back, and Matthias Ekholm is the best guy you can pair him with for him to learn how to do that. And you'll see what playing with Ekholm does to his confidence. Regardless of the points that Ekholm puts on the board this season, you cannot measure the impact he is having on these young Oiler defensemen. First Bouchard, and now we're slowly seeing Broberg blossom and be impacted by playing with Ekholm. Also, isn't it kind of funny how a defender with good analytical numbers starts succeeding once he's given the minutes he needs? Weird, weird how that works itself out. Weird. Another sip of coffee to make it through the last section that I have for today. Bouchard versus Carlson. Now, Bouchard has only played two full seasons, okay? So all the numbers that I'm going to compare are between Eric Carlson's first two seasons and Evan Bouchard's first two seasons. And I'm going to make a prediction 
on Bouchard's third season, which is this season, and try and draw some comparables between the two and just just take a look at the beginning of both of these defenders' careers and just show how Evan Bouchard just might just might be the next Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson, in his first 135 games, which is his first two seasons, he scored 71 points, which was good for 0.52 points per game. Evan Bouchard has played 163 games in his first two seasons. He's only missed one game. 83 points, which is good for 0.51 points per game. Almost identical. Almost identical. Here's the crazy thing. Carlson did it with more power play time on ice and more overall time on ice. Very important. The power play time that Bouchard will get this season will be crucial. In Carlson's third season, he averaged 25 minutes and 19 seconds a night, three minutes and 52 seconds of that on the power play. Bouchard last season averaged 18 and a half minutes of all situations time on ice, only 216 on the power play. Now, if the preseason gives us any indication, which is really the only sample that we have to go off of for this year, other than the playoffs, but there was enough of a break between preseason and playoffs that I felt I could just look at preseason. Bouchard played five games in the preseason. He finished the preseason with five points. He averaged 24 minutes a night. And four and a half of those minutes were power play minutes. So here's my prediction. Eric Carlson, in his third season, he scored 77 points in 81 games. I'm going to say here that Evan Bouchard scores 70 points this year. So yes, Evan Bouchard looks a little like the Edmonton Oilers version of Eric Carlson. That will wrap up our episode today. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review wherever they let you do that sort of thing. Follow me on Twitter at CKernyWriter and follow the podcast on Twitter at StrikingOilPod. Go to thehockeynews.com slash NHL slash Edmonton dash Oilers to read the latest articles from me. Subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you prefer. And also please like the video on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Leave a comment as well, telling me what you think about what I discussed in this episode. The links for everything mentioned above will be in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. And don't forget, it's not a game day unless the Oilers play. See you next time.